0: Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast, brought to you today by Simple Habit, the guided meditation app that has been helping millions of people build a better mindset, sleep more deeply, and live more joyfully. With Simple Habit, you can meditate wherever you are, and without the need for Wi-Fi or phone service. Their guided meditations can be downloaded and accessed anywhere be it on your commute, in an airplane, or during a work break. Simple Habit is not only a great meditation app, it also offers quick self-development training sessions to help professionals of any industry, which are delivered by an impressive variety of experts. Discover why over 3 million people are using Simple Habit. Go to simplehabit.com slash living, to read what other people are saying, and to download their free app. Right now, our listeners can also unlock over 2,000 premium meditations at a special 30% discount. Get started by going to simplehabit.com slash living. Thank you. Today's reading was edited and adapted from... Concentration, The Key to Constructive Thought, by C.W. Kyle, published in 1910. There is a place for every human being in the world, a special place and a special work for each one of us to do, a work which no other person can do work that is essentially and wholly connected with every woman and man. To find this place in the world and to come to know the lessons that are best for you to learn is a necessary step toward making a success of your life. Neither of these problems is difficult to solve if you but bring your common sense to bear upon them. To be cool and just in an examination of yourself, to gauge honestly and fairly the state of your growth, to take care of your health and fitness, is all that is necessary. If you cannot do this satisfactorily, you should take counsel from someone who you can trust, to assist you in reaching a decision the sad experience of the human wrecks all about us, plainly and unmistakably point out the fact that training in honesty, self-control and that form of education which leads to usefulness and self-respect is needed today more than ever. Our place and work are here and now is the time to do the work of training ourselves and others. Giving of such counsel and advice as our experience may enable us to give. Every individual is the teacher of every other individual, which is a fact that we should never forget. In order to train human nature, we must believe in it, we must love it, and we must trust it to the utmost. If we fail in our efforts, it will be because we have not trained, and loved, and trusted humanity enough. It has often been said that human nature is essentially good. At heart it is the very essence of God. I thus believe in giving it a chance, and I want you to know all that I know about it. For when you come to know yourself and are able to see the divine image in which you are made, you will see all the good. The absolute precision of the universe can be seen when viewing the sky on a cloudless night. Astronomers can see how the moons are grouped about the planets, the planets about their suns, constituting the solar systems which are themselves only living cells of the universe, marking the eternal laws of nature. Everywhere shines this mysterious progression, this arrangement of lower unities becoming a superior unity. Everything is analogous. The law that governs the solar system rules the life of the insect. To study the way in which the cells group themselves in order to form an organ is to study the way in which the kingdoms of nature group themselves in order to form the earth. To understand the mechanisms of the human body is to understand the mechanisms of the universe. To know the secret of the cell is to know the secret of God. The absolute is everywhere. All is in all. And thus it can be seen that not only do we have a place in the universe, but every atom of matter also has its place. That it too is a product of law, and subject to law, wherever be its place in creation. To develop your place in the world. ONE GREAT TOOL IS REQUIRED, CONCENTRATION. CONCENTRATION IS THE EXERCISE OF MENTAL CONTROL, THE GATHERING OF ALL THE POWERS OF THE MIND AGAINST THE WALL OF IGNORANCE, WHICH ALONE LIMITS HUMANKIND. IT IS THE ONLY MEANS BY WHICH FURTHER LIGHT AND KNOWLEDGE MAY BE OBTAINED. Therefore, it is of supreme importance that we learn to control our impulses and motives, many of which arise from sources difficult to discover, as well as our many stray thoughts, our vain imaginings, and the endless repetition of thoughts that worry and annoy. What a disorderly band of stragglers these thoughts are to say nothing of those stray ones that drift in from the highways and byways, the vagabonds of the mental world at large, idle, unkempt, and wholly disreputable. You can put them out and refuse to entertain them, but to get your own thoughts under control, to hold your mind in such a state of poise as to effectually bar them from entrance, requires long and purposeful concentration. By concentration we may drill and discipline our whole mental force, so as to be able, on the instant, to mobilize every mental energy, and to definitely and consciously hold in readiness, not only the knowledge which we have previously acquired, but by reason of this attitude, to draw tremendously from the universal source, combining, dividing, and using all we may need with surprising ease and effectiveness. By concentration, our mental force may be held in such a state of preparedness and flexibility as to fill every circumstance and situation, just as water fills all vessels, regardless of form or size. A truly great person can be, at will, a teacher, prophet, or poet, a general physician or entrepreneur, filling any position the situation might require. The ready mind is the trained mind, and the strong mind is the one that is ever connected with its source, the infinite mind of which all individual minds are an inseparable part, being dependent upon their unity with the universal mind for all power and growth in consciousness. Concentration is the key to wisdom. It is the only method by which conscious union with infinite life, love and intelligence may be made. Positive constructive thinking aroused by desire, directed by intelligence, and driven by the will, has accomplished, and will ever continue to be the means of doing, all that lies within our power to actively do in the way of growth and development. The spiritual masters of all times have invariably used this method in order to grasp and understand the fundamentals of life, This is shown by the striking similarity of their teachings, regardless of the age in which they lived, or their location on the globe. All of which goes far toward demonstrating the fact that there is but one universal source, and mind, from which all manifestations of intelligence spring. Truth is one, there is but one substance, And out of this substance, by the operation of spirit, the various forms through which life expresses itself were made. Humanity, through whom life, love and intelligence at its best is expressed, is able to take up and continue the creative process. And thus the endless round of production, development and decay appears decay and death being but the return of form to its source. There is but one God. There is but one substance. There is but one mind. There is but one consciousness. God is all in all. And upon this idea all constructive and rational thinking must be based. Adi Shankara, the Kabbalah. Aristotle, and Hegel have all pointed out the fatal inherent weakness of dualism, the latter being the first Western thinker to discover that eternal dualism, quote, produces metaphysical disaster. Enveloped in allegory, metaphor, myth, symbolism, parable, and legend, Great thought currents of the wisdom of the ages flow, and one must have developed an intuitive sagacity, sharper than the surgeon's scalpel, in order to pierce the enswathments and discover the wonderful truth therein, so wisely and carefully concealed. Concentration is the only key to which all symbols and mysteries yield their hidden meanings. If there were not a center in each of us, from which our very being springs, and upon which our continued existence depends, we could never succeed in developing self control. To know anything well, we must know its relation to other things, to the universe. Hence it is imperative that we come to know our relationship with the universe and with God. When We become conscious that we are co-creators with God, that within us are all the powers which, when aroused, bring into full and perfect manifestation the perfect image of God, in whose image we were created we feel our identity and unity with the creator of all. When our sense of separateness in turn falls away, and we realize in the most practical and rational way this divine unity, which has always existed and can never cease to be, however much the illusions of passing appearances may seem to contradict this supreme truth, We feel and recognize the flow of the Spirit bearing witness that we are within and not apart from God. We then become a new being, one who is no longer fearful, nor worrisome, nor anxious. We are able to face life with smiling confidence, and to bring to bear upon our work the full force of all our energies. The work of creation becomes fascinating to us as we look upon our own work and feel that we are a part of the great eternal force of being and becoming. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Get the best of our podcast in heirloom hardcover or ebook by visiting inspirationallifelessons.com. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.